Yeah, let's go. All, all right, right, all right, all right. We're Once back again. Come on, man. Man, let me light a it's candle a, real quick. Ah, it's been a <laughs> minute. Oh, it has, man. It has. You know, when you're when you're on the when you're on the brink of greatness, lots of obstacles will will pop in your way to to try to derail what you're doing, man. But you have to you have to keep going. You have to keep moving forward. It almost sounds like you uh you got to keep effing things up, effing stuff up. <laughs> You have right? to, man. You have to, man. <laughs> <laughs> Effing stuff up. Once again, what's going on, y'all? You got faith, family, fitness, and finances here with Nate Strong, Jay Vicious, live and direct. What's happening? What's up? Episode five, man. It's 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 been a process wow. in the making, but we are here, bro. Episode five. Episode five. Who would have thought that it would take I- us two years to do five episodes <laughs> <laughs> you know it's, 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 it's sort of like it, it, you know i look at it like the bamboo tree though man right it takes the bamboo tree 50 years to grow but then once it grows it, it gets all that that's that 50 feet in size in in one year but it just takes time to nurture man and, and nothing happens without reason you know the whole two years that it's taken us to get here we've prepared ourselves we've equipped ourselves with more knowledge and i think we have more value yep. to add you know what i mean Wow, I, I didn't know that about the bamboo tree. That's that's yeah. that's that's actually excellent. Yeah, yeah. great perspective. Hey man, that's less brown. That's less brown. I can't. I can't. I can't take that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people helping people, man. It's a powerful thing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, man, how's uh, how's everything in your world, man? Let's 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 talk. Last time, last time we did this. We were cut short. We tried something new. We we did a live at the same time, and you know that was a little bit. It, it was a little funky, but it was a good experience. I think for me, um, I've learned that there's just more platforms to do these type of uh, podcasts on. If we want to, you know, involve video, uh, I was actually a guest on a couple of podcasts in between uh, our last episode and this episode. So some pretty cool things that you know I think we can try out with. But you know what's been uh, what's been up with you, man? In our little our little week or two hiatus here. Well, I mean, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, we, we tried something new and that's kind of what we want this to be, you know, to to be for for just the community and everybody listening is that like you're joining in on the journey. Right. And I think that's extremely important because this is what everybody can relate to. Like this is real life. Right. We try something new and it may or may not have worked or we didn't or we did or didn't like it. There's a hiatus in place because, of course, life takes over and, and, and things start happening. But that's the beauty of this, right? That's the beauty of making sure that this is real. Um, and I think it can resonate with a lot of people. But, you know, just speaking on the hiatus here in the past two weeks, I mean, we've had a lot of up and downs uh, in my family with, you know, just people getting sick and, um, you know, trying to recover. Some recovered well, some didn't. And, you know, it resulted in people, you know, going to the hospital and an emergency room and so on and so forth. And it's like, you know, there's, there's, there's always, always those hiccups. Right. And and I think when you said on the verge of greatness, I thought about that. I said, wow, it, it wouldn't be greatness if we didn't have that turmoil. Mm. Right. I think, I think we define greatness because of the turmoil that had to be overcome. Mm. Um, and it's like, I look back and I think, man, we weren't able to do a podcast for two weeks, but we come back stronger than ever because we conquered and we showed up. And that's why it's like, 
hey, do we have time? Like, yes, we have time. Let's make right. time and let's show up because I think it, you know, everybody, we owe it to ourselves to show, to continue showing up. Right. Um, and the byproduct of that is we're going to create excellent content for people to relate to. You know, it doesn't need to be awe-inspiring, but it's, it's, it's content that people can say, wow, that resonates with me. Right. You know, right. Um, and w- without these real life experiences, I would have nothing to offer. Yeah, man. And listen, I, I, I definitely can uh, can relate to that. You know, my situation and, and thankfully we haven't had to battle uh, any illness, man. But, you know, I, I can definitely speak to, um, you know, feeling like I just I've, I've run into a block personally. And this is just some of the some of the things that um, I've experienced. And I think a great conversation for us to kind of to start diving into what we're talking about today. Um, but, you know, I, I think, and this is the biggest difference between, you know, we talk about, you know, effing stuff up, right? We have faith, we have family, we have fitness, we have finances. And a lot of what we talk about is sort of the entrepreneurial spirit, especially uh, as relates to finances and fitness and business, what we talk about. Um, but one of the things is, you know, when you have that resistance, and, you know, the difference that I've come to learn, you know, being an entrepreneur, or if you're somebody who's going to excel more in a typical employer realm, is that when you have that resistance, do you still have the will to continue showing up every single day? And do you still have the self-discipline to still knock out your task when nobody is going to make you do it except for you, you know? And I, and I look at myself in the last few weeks and, you know, this is something that I have to hold myself to the fire and ask myself that question because this year I made a commitment to myself to stay hundred percent focused on my own business, not work on anybody else's business, but just focus on mine. But when these, these roadblocks happen and, and I become stale you know, then I have to ask myself, what is it that's blocking me um, to continue moving forward and, you know, being able to, to drive with that same level of dedication as I would as if I worked for somebody else? You know, I, I look at these peaks and valleys that we're talking about, and they're totally normal. You know, everybody goes through them on a daily basis. And the, and the thing about it is you could see it a lot easier for people as ourselves who are trying to create something like this podcast, like our own content, like our own businesses, because when you go through a valley and you stop and you're, nobody's giving you direction, then it's very clear that you've stopped, right? But if you're working for somebody and you go through those, those sort of valleys, you can sort of go on autopilot mode, still knock off all of your tasks and continue. And, and nobody can really tell that you've been stuck, in a, stuck in, a, in a valley, so to speak. And I've actually been in those valleys professionally working for people and you end up in that slump for years and, and not even realize you're there, you know? So well, I guess my question that I'll start off and then I'll give you some of my thoughts, you know, what is it that makes somebody continue to, to push forward, you know, even, even in the middle of those, of those slumps and, you know, and what, what do you think that we can start leveraging sort of to, to kind of hold ourselves to the same fire with our personal projects as we would, as if we were on the hook for a paycheck, so to speak. Yeah, I, that's excellent. And, and I'm, lo- I'm loving that this is so uh, off the cuff, right? Um, you know, when it comes to when it comes to that, and what drives me personally, I'm always going to say it's my faith, right? Right. Um, and, and understanding that uh, this life that I have right now is should be to glorify God, right? It should be to glorify God, because in exchange, he gave me an eternity. So what he actually did was give me life and this life in abundance is what I owe to him to continue glorifying him 
right? With everything I do. And it's, and it's, and if it's like that gratitude where if I have my limbs, I have my strength, I have a, a, a mind, right? Like, and, and they're all op, they're all operating the way it should. Right. I should be using those things to glorify God. Right. And right. Um, if I'm not, and it's to glorify myself, then I'm not living out my purpose because he's called me to existence. He's purposed me into existence to satisfy a specific assignment. And if I'm not doing that, then it's not, it's not driving me and it's not motivating me. And I could see that when I start thinking about how something benefits me Mm. now, all of a sudden it's not for God, it's for me. Right. Right. Um, And it's like, if I have to do this or if I have to do X, Y, and Z so that it benefits me or it, it helps support my plan for my life then all of a sudden it stops becoming about the kingdom of heaven and now becomes about the kingdom of Jeremy. Mm. Right. Right. And I think, I think making those clear distinctions between uh, what I want to do versus what I, what I need to do is going to be key. Um, Cause you can't, you can't really conquer anything that you can't uh, describe or there's no clarity on. Um, But when, when I think about my motivation, apart from just my faith, it's, it's also to leave a legacy, you know, to leave a legacy and to pass on an inheritance to my children and their children and, um, and to have something that we could be proud about uh, throughout our generational line, you know, right. And honestly, that really does drive me. And it's, it's not a bad thing, right? It's, it's not something that like a, a boastful uh, intent or anything like that. But it's, it's, a, it's a matter of I, I know I'm called to do great things. Like, how dare I stop what God intended for me to uh, to do because of my own, either my fears or my lack of faith or my lack of hope or dedication or commitment? Like, how dare I stop Jeremy from fulfilling his assignment and fulfilling his purpose in the kingdom of heaven because of those things? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's almost like an obligation and like a conviction that I feel that I need to do great things because he's called me to do great things. Uh, so that's kind of what drives me to be honest. Right. It's, it's, it's how can I contribute, you know, to the kingdom and uh, what am I doing? And, and, and am I, am I loving on others? Am I fulfilling the great commandments of loving others the way I'd like to be loved and to treat others the way I'd like to be treated and to love my God with everything in me, you know, right. uh, it's like, am I doing those things? And is what I'm doing in line with satisfying that, you know, that's kind of what I think about. Right. You see, man, when you, when you said something to me, it, it sort of opened my eyes. And that's why I love having these conversations because sometimes, you know, the answer, but when you hear it a different way, it just creates a different perspective that you need to kind of connect those dots. Right. And when I, when I look at getting stuck and, you know, the, the experience I'm sure is different for everybody, but I, I could just talk for myself when I look at like feeling stuck and in, in moving forward, for me, it really becomes about what you just said, the difference between glorifying God and glorifying myself, right? And what I mean is, you know, when I start off on a path and I'm trying to walk in my purpose, my purpose is to fulfill why I was, why I was put on this earth to, to shine my light and to, to serve, you know, to build, to build and bring value to others. And, and that in itself be to bring my legacy. And I think that for all of us, you know, we all come into some sort of understanding of what we want that purpose to be and what we feel that we believe that purpose has been given to us to be. 
and we go out and we try to execute on it, right? But then somehow, some way, throughout throughout the process, and this is I'm a victim of this, especially with having a social media presence, right? You start off with the right intentions of trying to glorify God and spread your message and, and live your purpose, but somehow, some way, the shift turns to glorifying yourself, right? And instead of trying to just execute on the idea, you're trying to um, compete with the next person, or you're trying to compare and, and trying to live up and trying to, to match what everybody else is doing instead of living in your own truth. And, you know, when that happens to me, because again, I think it happens to everybody just being part of the world, you know, the more you interact with people, the more you pick up their mannerisms, the more you're going to start acting uh, and, and taking on some of their characteristics. So the more you're out there trying to spread your message, if you're not further, further your connection with the creator, making sure that your work is on point with the glory of God and making sure that you're just trying to follow your purpose on a daily basis, um, I think you can fall into that, to that trap of glorifying yourself, right? And then getting stuck and not even necessarily knowing you're doing it until you have one of these moments right now where you have an aha moment. Uh, and it gives you an, a, you know, gives you an opportunity to have a paradigm shift when you can see things a little bit different if somebody can put it in the right context for you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And, and what's what I love about the kingdom of God is that sometimes the greatest progression we'll ever make is being still. Mm. You know, and, and it's like the world tells you, no, you have to keep moving. And they they deter, they say that progression means that you're moving something forward. Right. When the greatest progression in the kingdom is us being still, knowing that he is God, where he can in, infuse faith, belief, all of that into us, greater revelation on something, right? That's right. where he can, he can download into us exactly what it is that we need to be doing and how we should be doing it. Um, but a lot of times we are restless, you know, because the world tells you, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. It, right. The only way you're going to progress is through movement. And God's like, be still, be still, be still. I can't even download into you because your mind's cluttered and clouded with all these other things. Right. They're just living on the surface. He's like, I want to take you deeper, but I can't because your mind is filled on what you think you should be doing for your life when I'm the one who purposed your life to begin with. Like yep. that is some powerful stuff. And it's like, holy smokes, <laughs> who am I? Like, there's so many ways that I can twist and turn before something breaks. Like, right. I'm really not that impressive, <laughs> you right. know? So like, why would I, why would I not take, why would I not take that direction from the King of glory who says, listen, be still, let me download into you the revelation I'd like to, for you to have. So that way, when you're moving, it's effortless. And there's right. no frick, there's no friction, you know, um, but, you know, we're human <laughs> where especially men, I think men fall into this category a lot where we, we want to conquer. Right. We we right. we want to uh, take over the next kingdom or take over, you know, whether that be ourselves or something in reality, like we want to conquer something and it's just in our nature. And, and I think the toughest part is is to silence that for a moment to understand what we should be conquering to begin with, you know, right. and um, it's hard, you know, it's hard. It's trying to gather my momentum again here and, 
trying to gather my like a routine. We're still not like in a full routine as a family, like where we had that ongoing, just like wake up in the morning, have our breakfast, have our devotional time, go to the gym for two hours, pick up the kid. Like we had a routine, right. And things were right. easy. Right. Um, but you know, things don't come out of, uh, out of that ease, you know, innovation doesn't come out of ease. Revelation doesn't come out of ease. Like, right. Right. It's in, it's in the suffering, man. It's in, it's in the, in the calamity and the chaos where we really truly find where we need to go next. You know, it's funny you said that I was listening to a, a sermon earlier this morning and I listen to the same sermons very frequently, but one of the, one of the, the, the phrases, or should I say, um, that was being said that just kept sticking out to me was that, you know, Jesus's or, or God's greatest gift to us was, was not, you know, Jesus has come, Jesus coming down and uh, doing all the miracles, you know, that, that wasn't, that wasn't what was so miraculous. You no, know, what was so miraculous was that, you know, Jesus being here uh, and God allowing uh, all the suffering to occur and, and, and Jesus going through all the suffering for, for our sins, you know what I mean? That, that in itself, was just really demonstrated, demonstrative of kind of, you know, what this is about. And when Jesus even rose back, you know, Jesus rose back and, and came back from the dead and he wasn't renewed. He had all his scars from all the suffering that he'd been through. And, and, and that was left there on purpose. You know what I mean? To, to show kind of, kind of to your point, right. It, there would be no great times if we couldn't experience the other side of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more. It's like, you know, how would we know we made it if we didn't know what the bad times felt like? Oof. <laughs> you know and, what and, I mean? it, and how could you even categorize what's a good time without having a bad one? You would just live in this perpetual mediocrity. You know, the more, the more it, it's crazy. I shared this and, and I say this and I say it wholeheartedly, but the more and the more I learn, the more I realize I really don't know anything, which is why it says, you know, you're not supposed to lean to your own understanding, right? Because it's like the more, if, if you're truly a learned person, then you really understand that what you, what you know is, is so small compared to what, what's really going on around us. Um, you know, I, I read the scriptures a lot, dude. And, and this week I had a question that kind of posed to me and I'll, and I'll pose it to you and maybe this will turn into a whole different conversation. We might have to hold a whole nother episode for it, but I think it's worth, I think it's worth talking about, man, because you look at all these books, you look at everything and, and, and everything's taken from scripture and it's remanufactured and it's given to us in such a way that it kind of removes us from the scriptures and it gives more power to the people who hold steady the scriptures. But unfortunately, that's not popular to do anymore. Um, but, but let me ask you this, man, you know, from from your understandings of, of scripture and, you know, where do you where do you feel the, the you know, the, the, the spirit or the Holy Spirit? Um, you know, where, where does that lie? Where, where does this, the Holy Spirit lie? Oh, man, the, the Holy Spirit is is part of the, the, the triunity, right, uh, of right. God, where. Right. They're, they're, they're triune in essence, right? And it's, it's a, it's a, it has its own personhood, but it's literally the breath of God. Um, it's our great comforter, you know, the Holy right. Spirit is, is there is designed to be part of the Godhead that really uh, helps us to, 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 to grow us to be in the image of Christ, Right. right. Like to, to get us more and more conformed to the image of Christ. And, and that's the, that's the beauty. So, 
you know, the, the Holy Spirit is almost seals our redemption and it seals our salvation. And, and when you think about that, because you have to be born again and born in the spirit, you, you take on this, uh, this righteousness through inheritance, right? You inherit righteousness through your spirit. Right. So your old, your old man, which is your flesh and all that, that, that still has to pay its dues. But the Holy Spirit comes into you and renews you and regenerates you and resurrects that dead spirit in you and, and brings alive the spirit of Christ in us. Like that way we no longer live, but Christ lives in us so that when the, when the heavenly father goes to judge us, he sees his son. Right. Um, and he sees his son. He sees the scars. He sees those things. He sees that his son has already paid the sentence for our infractions and for our uh, transgressions and our iniquities. And he's already paid that, but the Holy spirit is what drives us uh, to continue conforming to the image of Christ. Um, And we can grieve the Holy spirit. We can, you know, it's a relationship. We can, uh, we can shun the Holy spirit. We can blaspheme the Holy spirit. We can uh, reject the Holy spirit. We can accept the Holy spirit. So literally the Holy Spirit is everything for us, everything. And that's that's who Christ sent down to be our great comforter and to preserve us until the day of his great coming. Like, And when I think about being sealed closed, you know, I think about my, my spirit almost like a Ziploc bag where the Holy Spirit just gets infused into the Ziploc bag and you sealed it closed with the blood of Christ and nobody can open that up. Right. No one can open that up until the great day of the coming of God and the the seal is ripped open. And the only person that can open that is Christ himself. Right. So he's going to see his own spirit in us. Dude, uh, let, let me tell you, man. So, you know, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a firm um, believer that there's so many different interpretations and, and people have, you know, different interpretations that mean different things to them. And, and I'm, I'm on board with everything you said. And I asked this question to my brother. Me and him had a long conversation about it last night. And, and, I'll, and I'll share why I asked the question to you, right? So I've read in the last, I don't know, two years, I've probably read three or four dozen self-help books about everything, right? And the one thing that I think is, is a true uh, agreeance, at least in the self-help community, and, and I can say it's true, at least in my own experience too, is that it's believed that humans, right? We have a collective unconscious, like meaning human beings are connected to each other without in a way in which we don't even understand, right? We talked about it. We talked about it the other day. It's like, if you have a great idea and you throw that great idea out there and you take no action on it, you close your eyes a week later, somebody else is doing it. You didn't even, you didn't even tell them they're just doing it. It's the same power as if you walk into a room and you go all the way to the right side of the room and you could feel the person on the far left corner piercing a hole in the back of your head while they're looking at you. Right. It's the same, it's the same power as when you walk into a room and you hear people and you see people whispering your intuition, your, your instinctual feelings let you know that they're talking specifically about you. And sometimes you're wrong, but a lot of times you're right, right? It's like, how, how are human beings so connected? Well, you know, if you look through scriptures, we, nobody will, but nobody can debate that we are made in the image of God, right? Like we're literally made in the image of God. Um, however, you, this week, and I'm always looking at a verse of the day for Bibles. So well, this week, this verse really stuck out to me. 
Um, and it really made a lot of other things made sense. And it said, it's verse, uh, it's Luke eleven thirteen. It just says, if ye then being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit who, who the Holy Spirit to them that ask him, right? So what that means to me, and, and again, if you look at that in a, in a way, in a different way that that same verse was, was broken down, just a different interpretation, um, what they're saying is the Father in heaven knows much more better than how you do to give good things on earth. Um, I looked at it like this, man, like we're supposed to have sound mind, right? God's given us sound mind. We know that if we have the power of belief that we can literally manifest and create things in God's image. You know, I believe God has also given us the power to have that connection with the Holy Spirit within each of us. You know, we talked about it before, how people who don't even use God's name and give God's credit can still use God's great powers to manifest everything that they want on this earth. However, you know, if they don't give credit where credit's due, I do believe they will have to answer for that, you know, when, 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 when God comes to, 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 you know, to do judgment, because there are no redos at that time, right? So we all are given these powers, and we all are, we all are infused with the spirit, but to your point, some people reject it, you know, some people use drugs and alcohol and substances to dim it, you know, some people do everything they can to, to stay busy and confused to, to kind of, to kind of, you know, keep it at bay, but it's a power within every single one of us, you know, human beings, unlike every other species, we have that, we have that power given to us by God. And if you look at every self-help book ever written, you know, they're literally taking all of the principles out, out of the Bible and just removing, removing God's name and using the same principles and in, in, in telling people just to look at the proof by what's happening in society. Man. And, and you know what? I'll tell you this. I'll tell you exactly how we quench the spirit. We quench the spirit by keeping ourselves alive. Mm. So because the spirit is a resurrecting spirit, it's the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead. But something a resurrecting spirit can only rise up something that is dead. Mm. So if we aren't dead to ourselves... It can never come in and do its work. So that's why Christ says that if you try to hold on to your life, you're going to actually lose life. But mm. if you lose your life for my sake, you're going to gain it. And he was talking about eternity, right? Mm. So if we try to hold, if I try to hold on to Jeremy, if I try to hold on what Jeremy believes is the best thing for Jeremy to do or how I believe my future should look like or how I believe my life should look like or what I should and shouldn't be doing and so on and so forth. And I try to keep Jeremy alive instead of dying to the flesh, then I'll actually end up quenching the Holy spirit and the Holy spirit can't come in and do its work because mm. I ain't dead. I need mm -hmm. to be non-responsive to Jeremy so that the new man that's in me can rise up through the power of the Holy spirit. Right. That's how mm. we move is in that spirit. And it's mm. self-governing. That spirit doesn't need anyone to govern it, which is, you know, when I look at the churches today, I think, man, we, we, we might have it wrong. <laughs> we might have right. it wrong here. We've we've preserved too much man for there to be spirit. Right. Right. <laughs> right? Dude, no, so I, I, like, totally, I totally we talked about <laughs> that before. I totally agree with that, man. 
you know, and it's like it's not until we die to ourselves that the Holy Spirit can resurrect us and resurrect in us. Right. And it's like and it's like but yet you hear all these self-helps, you you hear all these feel good messages and they're all about preserving your man. Mm. Yep. None of it is telling you to die to yourself. Right. Nothing is telling you to die to your desires to die to your motivations, to die to the things that you're, that you want in your life. Nothing's telling you to do that when that's exact, that's the key to making sure that the resurrecting spirit can be in you and rise you up. You said, you said, you said it earlier, man, the stillness, right? The stillness. Oh, that's it. The stillness, man. And and you're right, man. I mean, you know, we're, we're trained and it's, 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 it sucks because it's conditioning, like we're literally conditioned and that's what society does to us as a whole, but we're conditioned to, to not be okay in the stillness, you know, to not be okay in the silence, to not be okay in the, in, without having motion, you know, like literally that's, that's how we're trained to, to do it. And, you know, to your point, that's, that's not the answer. You know, I, I think that the answers are always in the, in the stillness, you know, um, one thing I've been working on and it's, it's actually been pretty cool but I've been putting my, my ear pods in and, you know, putting my, my noise cancellation mode on and just spending 30 minutes outside and in, in silence, you know, like literally um, just trying to see in silence and observing nature. Uh, it's, let me tell you, man, it's an amazing way to clear your head. Oh, a hundred percent. Because you come in, you come in acknowledgement of his great glory. He says, look around you, everything is speaks to my glory right and when you think about that it's because every single thing that you can point to only exists because it was created Mm. he's the great creator (laughs) (laughs) there's not there's not anything in my room right now that i can point to that exists outside of that dynamic of being going from uncreated to created right that medium that intermediate is is christ and it's like everything exists because of that same equation. Mm. It didn't exist. Christ called it to exist and purposed it into existence. And now it exists. Mm. But then we lose our glory when we move away from fulfilling the purpose of why we were even purposed into existence to begin with. Right. You know, right. and it's like, don't find peace and stillness. Say what? don't find peace in stillness that's where god needs me to be because in stillness i die to myself Mm. because everything else is calling for my embrace my responsibilities my obligations the the urgency behind things your projects your tasks your 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 habits that you've developed for yourself everything is calling for your embrace and it clouds your mind to the point where God can't even download anything into you because you've met your cap, man. Th- listen, man, we just went full circle <laughs> in this conversation and I don't even, I don't even think we intentionally did it. Right. Like we, <laughs> we, we start, we started off and I just got to bring this out in case for the, for the people who are listening so they can connect the dots if they haven't already. But my first question to you was, you know, how, how, how do you, how do you keep moving when you're, when you feel like you're getting stuck? Right. And I think we talked about it, but I don't think we directly answered it. But then in the second, in the second part that we talked about, I think we did just answer that question in its entirety, man. And that's, that's, you have to find time in stillness. If you're getting stuck to your point, it's probably because 
you're not spending any time in stillness and you need to. You're probably rushing through the motions. You're probably rushing and trying to figure out what you need to do to move. But what you need to do in that moment may not be move at all. Mm. You know, you may you may need to find stillness so you can see clarity on what the next steps are. Wow. You know, I mean, hey, I, I don't even think <laughs> I don't even think we intended to say that, but when you when you were talking, I'm like, man, that just that just really answered my question. Like, because in these last two weeks, I can tell you, like, I haven't, I don't feel like I've accomplished what I wanted to accomplish, but I can also tell you in full certainty, I haven't spent any time in stillness. I haven't. I've just been moving and moving and trying to figure out why it's not clicking, right? Like, and, I, and I'm and I'm sure we're all we're all we're all guilty of that. It's like if we're not getting to where we want to be. We're not spending time in stillness either. We're still doing a lot of busy work, and we don't even know what's happening to our time. I can I can assure you, we're not spending time seeking clarity and stillness. And and that's and, and I think a lot of that attests to even God's great love for us. He wants us to be still, so He can pour out His love on us, and we can know it's solely coming from Him. Hmm. You know, versus getting our love and getting our affection from all the other things that the world has to offer that are temporal. Yep. He's like, I, I want to show you what that eternal love feels like. Right. Right. Something that can't be taken away. Oh, you know, like that's, like, you know, and, and that's always the trick, right? If I can get you focused on the car, which, which can be taken away or the house, which can be taken away or the position, oh my which can be goodness. taken away. <laughs> then I got you. Right? Oh my goodness. This is, this is wild, bro. <laughs> Do you understand how that, that revelation right there? Right. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness, man. Wow. I'm, I'm telling no you, one, this... no one can ever strip away your stillness. Mm. <laughs> I guess I didn't understand, <laughs> but, you're, but you're right about that. You're right, but you don't, nobody can take that from you, man. Like no matter, there's, nothing, there's nothing they can do. You can, that can't be beaten out of you. It, it can't be stripped away from you. There's nothing that anybody can do to take that from you. That's yours. Praise God, bro. You you know what that does? That you know what that does? That prevents you from being enslaved. Hmm. You become a slave when your commitments are only on things that are temporal and that can be stripped from you. Mm. When you commit to stillness, something that cannot be stripped away from you that you own, you become a free man. I like that, man. And that is so that is that that is that is so true, man. I'm telling you, dude. And let, let me tell you, bro. Let, let me let me just let me testify that real quick. And I know we're running we're running short on time. We got about three minutes, but let me just testify on that real quick because, you know, I was moving so fast, and, and you know, my transition, uh, you know, to from where I was, who I used to be, to the person I am today, and what I'm trying to build. You know, moving moving really fast is is not always is not always the best thing, but you can get monetary success from that, right? So I was moving really, really fast, but something hit me and told me like, this is not it. This is not your path. You're not doing it the right way. You're not, you're not, you're not where you're supposed to be. So I literally went into stillness, you know, even, even at my, at, at my business, you know, I stopped moving fast. I, I stopped doing what I was doing. And I literally sat 
and I and I prayed on it and I waited for, and, and I still have to a certain degree just waited for clarity right now most times in most situations if if I would explain that scenario like I was, I was going really hard for years and then I and then I've been waiting in stillness trying to trying to seek what's next you know like usually catastrophe happens after that right because you know money's affected but I can tell you this man like truthfully because I've been waiting in stillness and, and I literally haven't forced my hand in one direction or the other. I've only put myself and aligned myself in positions of where I could be of service to people. I've actually prospered more in 18 months of sitting in stillness than I did in, in the prior 12 months of grinding with everything I had, like literally. And, and, and from, a, from a financial standpoint, I've actually prospered more financially being in stillness and not taking the massive action that I thought I needed to take in my business than I did the, the, the year previously, grinding both ends of the gear, like literally. And, that, wow. and, that, and that, that's, that's something that you know, my, my bank account can attest to, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh man, this is what an episode, what an episode. Um, I love coming into these things, not having an agenda and just speaking from the heart, man. Um, recording our conversations. I, I, you know, they're so powerful. And a lot of times they minister to me. Um, me too. Me too. <laughs> you, you know, it's like we're ministering to ourselves. Uh, but in, in, in the process, we're also potentially impacting others as well. What a beautiful thing, man, to be honest. Amen to that, man. Amen to that. Well, dude, I mean, listen, we're back in the rhythm, you know, episode five. I, I think, I think that, uh, you know, we, we, we've, we've popped the top, so to speak, man. And I, and I think we're ready to flow again and ready to, to get it, to get it booming. I certainly miss, miss these, you know, like I, I definitely think yeah. we could, we could do at least one, maybe, maybe two a week, man. But, you know, we, have, we have about 60 seconds here signing off. Uh, Jay Viss, do you got any, any sign off words here? My infamous love, peace and hair grease, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, listen, man, I, I can tell you, I, I, I'm sure the people in the audience are going to feel the same way and the people tuning in. Uh, but definitely, man, I appreciate the take that you had on some of these questions. It's funny because, again, I, I think we came to some conclusions that we didn't even know we were going to come to, man. And I just mm -hmm. truly hope everybody got the value that I got out of it, man. So I appreciate it. Oh, I'm, I'm going to replay this 100 percent. 100 percent. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, till next time, sir, we will, uh, we will catch you guys on episode six. Deuces. <laughs>